Podcast, Joe's Go to Super Show Edition. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Chuck. Well, uh, this is actually a special edition in addition to all the other episodes that we've been releasing lately. Uh, we, Chuck and I actually just recently went to Super Show today. Yeah, here in Reading, Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, it was sponsored by the Comic Geek Speak guys. Quite the show they put on. Yeah, really nice guys. Got to meet a lot of them in person, so that yeah. was cool. A lot of them, not what I was expecting to meet. Pants um, and Jamie. Pants and Jamie were... But uh, but all really great guys. They yeah. were all real nice. Yeah, uh, everybody was really nice, really cordial. Yeah, had, so had a really great time. Yeah. Got to meet a lot of big-name artists. Yeah. As well as a lot of minor artists. True. Um, we actually got to meet, let's see, some of the big names that were there. Lee Weeks. Uh, Lee Weeks was there. Walter and Louis Simonson. Yes. Who were just phenomenal. Uh, and we'll kind of walk through maybe each each uh, person that we actually had some decent interaction, interaction with. Interaction with, sure. Uh, but we saw Jamal Eigel. Yeah. Freddie Williams II, and Mike Ort- Mike Norton, uh, J.K. Woodward. Yeah. So, geez, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of people we saw, very, very talented artists. Yeah, and these are people that are doing stuff for Marvel, DC, just a lot of big-name books that are out there right exactly. now. Also did finally get to meet Dave Duanch. Yeah. Uh, my, Hi, Dave. <laughs> my nemesis. But, uh, no, actually Dave and I got along great. Uh, and, and Dave is from the uh, the comic Geek uh, or the Geek Savants, yes, which is my favorite podcast yeah. that I listen to. Next to ours, yes. <laughs> well, I have to listen to ours, of course. So. But yeah, I mean, Dave was. Uh, it was worth the like I told Chuck. It was worth the trip to get Dave's reaction when he met me because him and I go back and forth on the forums and everything else, just ripping on each other and everything else. So when I went up and met him, I says uh, I didn't say I was Royal Lantern, I, which is what he mostly knows me by. I just he, but he does know my regular name. I said, "Hi, Dave. I'm Ryan." And I put my hand out to shake him, and and he shook my hand, and he's like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." Oh, oh, you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was very cool. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, uh, he did. I actually did have him do a drawing for me. Yes. Uh, he actually did a couple drawings for me. He did one of Kilowog with Chip. It turned out really nice. Which came out awesome. Uh, he also did, uh, he does a online comic book that's called uh, Space Time Condo. Uh, you can actually look that up by, at spacetimecondo.com. Uh, it's really good. I really like the art. Uh, story's pretty funny. And like I said, his artwork's fantastic. And I really like the style, so I asked him if he could, what happens is there's these characters, this character known as Griffin, and he ends up being in, uh, having alternate universe versions of himself. So since he has alternate versions of himself, I said, "Could hey, Dave, could you make Griffin a Jedi? Yeah, and it turned out really nice. Yeah, it was probably one of my favorite drawings, sketches that I got. Yeah, we'll and try it, to scan it and maybe put it up on Facebook Yeah, or definitely. Uh, I was just absolutely floored. It, it, was it such turned a great out really, job. really nice. Yeah. And then uh, also from the Geek Savants, I had uh, Super Ugly did me a drawing of a Green Lantern. I just yes. told him to pick whoever he wanted. And he did. Uh, he usually does monsters and creatures and stuff. So he actually did Gnort, Yeah. where he's like digging a bone. Yeah, burying his bone. with uh, By using his ring and everything. So that was cool. And then Grant. 
Grant's was really nice too. I was really yeah. really impressed with that. Grant tends I may to- be contacting you, Grant, for something. <laughs> that looked really nice. Yeah. Grant likes to draw the uh bigger women, let's say. Yeah. Uh but not like rolls of not you know, morbidly obese, yeah. but just just like, like plump. Plump, right. Yeah. So I knew that that was... Like a plump pinup girl. Yeah. Like I knew that was his style, so I, yeah. I basically said, uh, could you draw me a star sapphire? Yeah. And he did a fan, fantastic job. It looks job. awesome. Yeah. Really good job, Grant. So then uh, I also picked up some other swag from the Geek Savants and yeah. found out that Brian, who's the last member of the Geek Savants, although Joshness has joined recently, um, but Brian did a book with Dave and Brian did the artwork he just they just never really continued the series beyond issue number one and brian's actually an amazing artist too yeah we saw that book and it was really nice so uh so that was a lot of fun let's see what else oh, we got uh, some really cheap comic books we got some really cheap comic books they, 50 cents a piece guys yeah 50 cents per issue and these were all in f- fantastic condition yeah i completed my run of gi joe reloaded yeah uh, I, got, I got a couple of issues of G.I. Joe, The Devil's Due. Right. I got a few um, of those. got a few of those. I also got a couple of Marvel G.I. Joes I was missing from my collection to complete that. Very nice. Uh, we ended up getting... Uh, I got a lot of Spider-Man comic books. I ended up getting uh, some Batman comics and um, Thundercats. Nice. Yeah, I got... Uh, I actually ended up... Because uh, I got a hold of the Thundercats issues before Chuck, so I actually cleared out most of the issues. I am. I've got now back because i had sold them a long time ago but since we started doing the show i wanted to get the issues back i got almost the entire run of thundercats that was done by wildstorm i'm missing one issue uh which i'll eventually get but the mcginnis stuff yes ed mcginnis so just fantastic stuff it wasn't all done by ed mcginnis the later uh series were not but they weren't also as good. Yeah. Well, but they were they were still fun, and, and we're certainly at some point going to do a Thundercat special. So yeah, I, I smell one coming down the yes, pike. Yes, at some point in the near future. Yeah, um, we met the guys from Lantern Cast. We met the guys from Lantern Cast. They were great bunch um, of guys. Great guys. Let's see, who else did we meet there? Well, well we met a couple of guys you know on the forums. I met a few, yeah, I met, uh, oh, geez, I can't even remember their yeah, names right sorry. now. Sorry. Uh, we just met a lot of people. Neutron today. Eleven was there. Zevig was there. Bacon Face guy. Yeah, that's the Bacon Face guy. Yeah. Um, Special shout out to you. Don't change that avatar. It's great. <laughs> so that was uh, that was just awesome. Yeah, just just a great bunch of guys. It was a really like really friendly environment. Like you really yeah. had to talk to the artists and everything else. You were really cordial. You had him sign a couple <clears throat> comic books. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. charge. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, I took I took a bunch of comics with me by some of these artists that I knew. And just went up to him and said, hey, could you sign this for me? Thinking that they would charge me something yeah. for that. And he said, please. Yeah, I did say please. <laughs> I, you know, I was like... It, you were fully expecting to pay. Yeah. I was like, is it possible for you to sign an a autograph, a book for me? And they said, yeah, where is it? And they just took it. And then they, they actually like looked for a good pen that they could use on it. Like, a couple of them used a silver pen because the comic I gave them was a darker a issue. Darker black and comic book. Yeah. Issue. So, just amazing. Everybody was really, really nice and pleasant and cordial. It was a great time. Guys were bringing their girlfriends, wives, you know, yeah. significant others. It was a good time. It was a great, very family-friendly. Great family one. Yeah. So some of the big-name artists that I got stuff from, uh, Jamal Eigel. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, him to autograph Supergirl issue number 50. Freddie Williams II. He's currently the artist on JSA All-Stars. Yeah. So I gave him JSA All-Stars number one, and he autographed that for me. Mike Norton, who... I found out basically draws a lot of issues of a lot of different things, and I'm yeah. sure he enjoys it that way. 
Um, I actually, with Chuck's help, narrowed down to a new X-Men cover because I'm planning on framing these. So, so Mike Norton... They're going up in the studio. Yes, guys. They're going yeah, up in, in the, the studio. studio. So uh, Mike Norton signed that one, so that was really cool. And then the artist that we actually got to talk to quite a bit yeah. uh, was Lee Weeks. Yeah. Who signed a... Very nice guy. Yeah. He signed a Captain Marvel miniseries number one for me. Very nice guy. Has found religion recently, and he's, you know, he's he's talked with us about that for a while, which was interesting. Then we got to meet uh, J.K. Woodward. That great guy. Who, yeah, just a fantastic guy. Super, super guy. We might try to set something up with him later on in the future, maybe an interview or something. Yeah, because, uh, well... Don't give it away. I'm not going to give anything away. I mean, I can tell tell him what he's working on, that he's working on something that's related to our podcast. Yeah, he might be working on a current G.I. Joe comic. Right, and that's all I was going to say. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. To give you some, some taste and everything else, well, first, what started the whole conversation was I took a X Men Origins Beast issue to him. I asked him if he could sign it, and he says, oh, yeah. He says, this is actually my first Marvel gig that I even did. So it kind of was nostalgic for him, which was very cool. I didn't know that, so I just took it to him. He signed it, and him and I just started talking. And I can't remember, you were off looking through some issues Yeah, still, I was Chuck. still going through the 50-cent bargain bin. Right. Then, basically, I was chatting with him, and, and uh, all of a sudden... Somehow G.I. Joe came. Oh, we were talking about how that was his first issue and ball and all these different things. And he says, he and I says, oh, uh, well, what do you have coming up the pipeline? He says, actually, I'm going to be working on some G.I. Joe stuff coming up. And, and you mentioned the podcast. And I says, well, yeah. we we actually that's funny you mentioned that because we actually do a podcast based on G.I. Joe. And uh, I told him about it, and we started talking a little bit. And he actually did share with Chuck and me, and we're not going to reveal anything, but he did share with us. The, some of the actual pages of the G.I. Joe issue that he's going to be doing. Good stuff coming up, guys. Yeah, very good stuff coming up, some very interesting stuff. And he said once those issues come out, to get in touch with him, and he would be happy to come and do an interview with us. So we're definitely going to take him up on that offer. Yeah, potentially we might have something pretty cool. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned. I'm always jealous when I hear other podcasts have interviews with artists, but this is how you do it. You meet them at the shows and you yeah. talk with them for a little bit. And then uh, the last people that we got a chance to talk to were uh walter and louise simonson very nice couple yeah uh and for them i had uh walter simonson currently is working on world of warcraft comic book series so i took a number one issue of that to him and he signed that for me louise simonson used to write x factor she writes a lot of stuff uh in fact she's currently helping walter with uh world of warcraft she signed x fact x factor number 50 that i brought with me and then I actually picked up a Star Wars issue an while old, I was there, an old old, old Marvel Wars. Star Wars issue, because I knew that both of them worked on it together. Yeah. And this was actually before Louise married Walter. Yeah. So both their names were on it, so I had them both autograph that one, which was awesome. Yeah. Nice uh, Lando cover. Yeah, Lando, Lando being punched out by Lobot. So that was pretty cool. And then Walter did two sketches for me. Yeah. He uh, drew. He looks really good, and he did him really fast. He's very talented. Yes, extremely talented. talented. He did Brol for me, who was a uh, is from World of Warcraft. Yes, he's a character from World of Warcraft, and he did uh, Beta, Ray uh, Beta Ray Bill. 
and uh, which I really like that character. I just like the way he looks. I don't know a whole lot about the character, but I love the way he looks. And obviously, if anyone knows who Walter Simonson is, he created Beta Ray Bill. Right. So big on Thor. Yeah, very big on Thor. Just uh, it was a lot of fun. And I actually talked to Louise Simonson for a little while because I had recently heard an interview with her on Uncanny X Cast. Uh, which I highly recommend someone going checking that out because she probably gave one of the best interviews that I've ever heard a guest provide. Yeah, she was really candid. She just had a really fun time. Yeah. You that, can tell she was enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And she said she actually did five interviews that week. And that was the best And one. that was the one she had the most fun doing. Right. So hopefully we'll be able to provide that to J.K. Woodward when we interview him. Yeah, that'd be great. And I'm not saying if we interview him, when we interview him, because yeah. I'm taking him up on his so offer. if you guys get any questions, uh, send them our way. We'll be sure to ask him. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just an amazing super show. Um, I got a bunch of Voltron issues. I got a bunch of Battle of the Planets issues. Yeah, we found some Battle of the Planets. Awesome. So all the, you know. All, all the old 80s franchises. These, I got a Masters yeah. of the Universe. I got some Ninja Turtles. So we got some stuff coming down the pike. Maybe we'll do special, you know, one-shot episodes of yeah. Thundercats or Masters of the Universe or Battle of the Planets. Well, we know from the last episode that yeah. Masters of the Universe is definitely coming before yeah, it's number, in the works. number episode 10. Maybe on episode 10, somewhere around there. To be determined. Yeah, but it's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, and then probably sometime shortly after that, we'll look at doing a Thundercats one. And like I said, then we have got Battle of the Planets. We've got, I mean, I even like to do at some point a Robotech one. Because uh, uh, yeah. they have Robotech comics, Centurions, Centurions, but Centurions, sectars. Centurions, and Sectars that'll fit more into a like all together in one obscure episode. Gem, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing Gem. <laughs> Care Bears. We're I thought, doing I, all. At first, I thought you said maybe like a, like a gem of an episode. A gem of an episode, and I didn't realize you meant Gem, gem. Rockstar. Yeah, no. Yeah. Care Bears. No. Smurfs. Not, no. No. All right, I'm um, flying solo on those. Maybe, snor- <laughs> maybe snorks. Snorks, yeah. yeah. The underwater generic smurfs. But uh, uh, just a fantastic time uh, to give everyone an idea. We're a little punchy and a little sleepy yeah, a little at this tired. point. We uh, we got up at four. Yeah, we got up at four in the morning because uh, Reading by five. Reading, Pennsylvania is about six and a half hours away from us. Yeah, it's a quarter after eleven. Yeah, so we left at five in the morning. We drove here, went right to Super Show. Yeah, we and, didn't even check in. Yeah. And then so it was over. Well, we didn't check into the hotel. We checked in to Super Show. Right. <laughs> we didn't check in the hotel until the show was over. Right, which was 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, yeah. So we got to Super Show about 12-ish, a little before 12. Maybe a little bit before, yeah. And uh, we were there till 6 and waited in lines for, for a couple hours. Didn't really have to wait m- in much of a no, line. No, not at all. It, and it was really cheap to get in. It was only 12 bucks. Yeah, only 12 bucks. Very reasonable. Uh, believe it or not, Walter Simonson did his sketches for free. Yeah. That's a big name to be doing it for free. Yeah, we got kind of lucky because what he does is uh, he'll number put a number on your thumb. Right. And you stand in line and he'll go like 1 through 10 and he'll just draw a sketch, you know, free-handed for you. And if he's tired after that, he won't do done. any. He won't do anymore. But if he's not tired and he wants to keep going, because he's like you said, he's an old guy. Yeah, he said it, not me. Yeah, no, he he, he was it. very candid, and he's he like, I feel like doing more, and I'm not so tired. I'll do a couple more. Yeah, he said, he says, look, here's how it'll work. He says, I'm going to go do because they had a panel discussion with yeah. them. He says, we're going to go do the panel discussion. When we come back from that, if you guys are in line, if you're in line, I will number your. I'll ask you for your thumb, and you put your thumb out, and I will put a number on that one through ten. For the first ten people yeah. in line, once I'm done with that, he says, "Look, I'm an old guy. I might not be able to handle it. I might get cranky, and you don't want me cranky at a super show." So then I'm just no good because I'm no good to anyone. And you were number eight, and I was number nine. Yeah, I was number eight. You were so number we just nine. Just kind of snuck right in. He said, "After that, you know, if he gets a chance to, 
uh, and he's still feeling good, he might do another five, maybe even another ten before yeah, the day's over. Depending. And he was actually very receptive to doing more after the ten because we knew one of the guys we met up with from the forums, he actually went and approached him later uh, after everyone else was done. Yeah. And he did a sketch for him right there. Right. So, uh, very, very nice, yeah. very nice time. And he draws anything. Like, he drew, well, for the guy that we knew from the forums, he drew a Green Arrow. Yeah. Which is not his specialty yeah, at all. Yeah, it's not his, one of his comics that he writes or right. draws for. But, yeah, he just knows the character, because who don't know Green Arrow. Right. So he just drew him, it's a headshot. Yeah. So it's really did, good. He did a Dark Side, he did an Orion, it was just, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and I saw some of the work that Mike Norton did, and... Jamal Eigel and Freddie Williams II and, and J.K. Woodward. I saw some of the stuff he did. Yeah. Tell him about the Joker you saw of J.K. Woodward. Oh, that was awesome. What he did was uh, he actually took the Joker and he made him a more depressed kind of character, like an older guy who has fallen on hard times. He has no one left to fight. He has no family. Kind of you feel sorry and pitiful for the guy. What he did was, since he has no family and no one to fight, what he did, he's kind of like a poor homeless guy now. And he was taken in by some uh, punks in Central Park. So now he's all punked up. He's got the green spiky hair. And he's got this chain around his neck from, you know, just being punk. And he's got a jacket on. He looks really cool. So he kind of approached DC. He told me to see if they would be interested in an idea like that. You know, a Joker falling on hard times, an old guy. And they said, no, we kind of want to keep the Joker the way he is. Which he understood. He just tried something new. Whatever. You know, if you don't know, you don't try, you don't know. But it was nice. So and then he said that he actually uh, dressed up like that for Halloween because he actually the chain that the Joker was wearing was actually something he was wearing, and he's got kind of spiky hair. He said he just dyed his hair green, and that's his jacket that the Joker picture was actually wearing. Yeah, so it was actually really nice. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to comment on how good the Joker looked, and he told me the whole story about it, which was great. <clears throat> yeah, so I think if we had a backstory, yeah, if we get an interview with him, or I should say, when we get the interview with him. I think he was, he was just a really cool guy. Yeah, really down to earth, really and nice guy. really open and telling us stuff that he could tell us and telling us some stuff he maybe wasn't maybe supposed to tell us. Yeah, but, but, but again, we're keeping it secret, so I mean, it's not like we're going to... Yeah, we got to confirm everything first. Yeah, guys. This, we're yeah. just really excited and geeked yeah. and we know pumped some, that he said that he would yeah. you know be entertaining yeah. to do the offer for us. Yeah. So. And we're just excited, so we're going to share it. We're also excited that we know something that's coming up in G.I. Joe. Yeah. I mean, it's just really cool. So. Yeah, so we're not going to go into detail. No, we're not going to. It doesn't no, no. happen. Yeah, well, not only that, but you know, I don't want to get him in trouble for telling yeah, us something maybe he shouldn't have. So. so, like I said, but it's just something that the listeners should look forward to. Exactly. So Big stuff coming. Yeah. So that it was just an amazing show. Like I said, we were there the whole time. Comic Geek Speak guys could not have been more friendly. Really nice guys. Really nice uh, guys. I talked with Jamie for a while. Yeah. We both talked with Peter for a little while. And Pants. And Pants. Yeah. And, jeez, I'm trying to remember who else. There's so many guys we talked to. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of them. Yeah, sorry if we forgot your names right now. We're kind of tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm very <laughs> tired. So, well, anyways, uh, and speaking of what's adding to the tiredness, so afterwards, after the whole thing was over... We then came to the hotel, checked, checked in, in, and then, and we then left to go have dinner. Immediately went out to have dinner, but we went out to dinner where everyone from the show was meeting up at, which like is a, a big after party, right? Big after party for the show, which was the called Third and Spruce. Spruce. Yeah, really, really good tavern. Yeah, really good food and really good burger. And they did a pretty good job of serving, considering how many people they had to deal with. Yeah, the top where we were at, we were in the top section. It probably should have been for like. 30 people, maybe 35, yeah. 40. Yeah. Yeah, we probably had double that. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Not more. 
easily. So, so those uh, girls took care of us, so they were really nice. The and they servers. did, uh, yeah, and they did uh, karaoke. Yeah. So that was really cool. <laughs> and uh, Pants, if you at all possibly listen to this episode, Pants, you should never, ever sing again. Yeah, it was great that you tried, but yeah. man. I mean, you were having a good time. Yeah, you were having a great time. You were having a great time, but um, my ears were about to bleed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> love you very much. Love you on the show on uh, Comic Geek Speak. But oh my my uh, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> oh we got ready for the show driving down. We were listening to the podcast. Right. The Uncle Sal special. Oh yes. Oh um, my god, I have never laughed so hard in yeah. a long time. Go to the Comic Geek Speak, and I think it's episode seven seventy five is the most recent uh, episode with Uncle Sal on it. You will you will piss yourself laughing. Yeah. Don't I mean, don't be doing anything you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. It, it's one of the funniest episodes I've ever heard, and I had luckily listened to it ahead of time, and Chuck had never heard it, so I played it for him, and we're actually not done listening to it. Chuck's not done listening to the full episode yet, but he was in tears laughing. I, I couldn't stop laughing. My cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing so much. My sides hurt. I, I was glad I wasn't driving at the time because I would have crashed the car. Yeah, I mean, it, and I remember the first time I listened to it, I was at work. And I couldn't just let out a big laugh, so yeah. I was just trying to contain it. I had to pause the episodes to catch my breath. So, like I said, go check check out that episode. It's absolutely hysterical. Funny stuff. Uh, Very if, you're, funny if stuff. you're not already listening to the Comic Geek Speak guys, which I'm sure you are. Um, yeah, listen to all the podcasts. Listen to them. Yeah, Uncanny Lan- X-Cast, yeah, Lantern Cast, um, Geek, Savants. Geek Savants, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Two-Bit Podcasters, which is the sister of the Geek Savants. You know, all, all those ones that are under the... Comic Geek Speak Umbrella, just are a bunch of fantastic episodes. Yeah, give them a listen. Those guys do a great job. I've actually started listening to a few other ones from there. I oh, started... we met some guys from the 501st Legion. Yes, we did meet 501st Legion. We'll get nice. to that in a second. Met but, Vader. But I wanted to mention a couple <laughs> other ones that are under the Comic Geek Speak Umbrella that I started listening to recently. Uh, Legion of Substitute Heroes, which is a Legion of Superheroes podcast. So if you're a fan of Legion of Superheroes, definitely check the them out. Yeah, <laughs> they. Uh, that's actually one of the people on there is uh, Filthy McMonkey, which is he's on the forums and he's that. Uh, that's just one of the best names ever. Them, I've uh, been listening to Flashback podcast, which is is all about the Flash. So I've been trying out a few other ones that are under the Comic Geek Speak umbrella, and I've been very pleased with them. So definitely check them out; they're worth your while. Yeah, just support those guys. They yeah, do a good job. Absolutely. So going into the cosplayers that we saw, yeah, there wasn't. A whole lot of actual uh, attendants yeah. that were cosplayers, but there were ones there that were brought in by the show. Yeah, to like the five hundred first. Yeah, they had the five hundred first Legion. A Darth Vader. They had Darth Vader. A Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca was actually phenomenal. Full size Chewbacca. Yeah, the, the so, dude was really tall or on stilts. Yeah, he was like eight feet tall. Yeah, he was huge, massive, yeah. very but, brushed hair too for a Wookiee. Yes. They had, uh, let's see, what else? It was a what? girl, there's Star Sapphire. Yeah, they had a girl, Star Sapphire, um, not looking too bad in that outfit. Very, very sexy. Yes. And they had uh, the Force Unleashed, uh, the secret yes. apprentice of yes. Darth Vader, pretty much hanging around with Darth Vader. And if you remember from the episodes where I met, talked about my favorite characters in Star Wars, uh, he was one of them. So right. it was very cool to, to kind of see someone in that full costume and see it realized. Right. So. And we met the uh, artist who's going to be doing the new Fraggle Rock. Book. Yes, Katie Cook. Yes, Katie Cook. Uh, if you're a fan of the '80s, you had to have grown up with Fraggle, Fraggle Rock. Rock. Yeah. 
And new, new comic book coming out for that. There's a new comic book coming out, and uh, she's doing the work on it. And we saw the art, Phenomenal. some of the sample art that Phenomenal. she's done. It just lo- it looks exactly like the Fraggles. Yeah. And she's a huge fan, which I love it when they get someone that's a fan of knows, a franchise. Yeah, they knows the franchise. They knows know the title. The, they know those characters. They're they going to do it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's not something I would normally regularly buy, but her art is so good, I might just pick it up. Oh, I, I think I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I saw the stuff that she's doing, and I'm like, okay, this is the Fraggles. Yeah. I mean. It's like I know the, the Toy Story and the Muppets and all that stuff right. is out there, but I don't normally read it now, but right. I like Fraggle Rock as a kid growing up. And I saw the work and the art that she did. Yeah, I need. I to, might pick it up. I need to see her artwork. Yeah, and I and she actually wrote up. the stories too. Yeah, which was really cool too. So yeah. again, someone that knows these characters knows they know the, franchise. the franchise. They know everything. They're going to do it right. It'll be like you and me writing GI Joe or yeah. Transformers. Like, not saying that we could. Yeah. Well, I could, but you know. <laughs> but I'm a hack. We're such a <laughs> we're such fans of those franchises that if we could, if we had the talent to actually write for those books we do it we could do it yeah and do justice to those characters and that's exactly what katie has done she yeah. is such a huge fan and she proved it to the people that were creating this book that they have her doing like an eight page story in the first issue and she's doing like 20 pages in the next yeah, issue there's gonna be an activity page giving yeah. away on free comic book day yeah because it, it's gonna be designed towards introducing kids to the fraggles, fraggles again again sure. which but, the fraggle rocks Rocked, <laughs> but yeah, I'm fine with checking it out as an adult. So yeah, um, so that was really cool. Uh, I got a couple prints from her. Yeah, one uh, they were both Star Wars prints because she actually did the Clone Wars uh, web comic. Yes, and so I got a print of Ala Sakura. Very nice, and one of Yoda wearing Jawa slippers, and he's like knitting, and he's knitting, and it says. Was sweet it home, sweet. Uh, uh, sweet home? It is, or something like that. Yeah. It's supposed to be a play on uh, home sweet home, yeah. uh, but it's in Yoda speak. So very cool, and she signed both of them for me. Yes, she's a very very cordial person. Everybody was really nice. Yeah, going out of their way to be extra nice, which if, was great. Yeah, if you want a show that, that you could take your wife or your girlfriend or your kids yeah. to, this is the one to do it. Or if or if you want to go to a show where you want to get close to the artist and actually have conversations with them. Yeah, get an autograph, ask some questions, you know, shoot the breeze. This is know. the show. Yeah. Because it's small enough that you get that one-on-one time, yeah. but it's big enough that it's in, it's it's not big it's enough getting some it's, of the big names. Yeah, it's big enough where it draws big names, but it's not big enough where you're overwhelmed. Right. You're not and it's, waiting. It's a nice, intimate setting. Yeah, you're not waiting in a, a fifty-person line to meet exactly. one of these people. You're waiting in a ten-person line right. to meet one. And of in them. today's economy, twelve bucks is very affordable for what we did. Oh yeah. When you could buy issues in boxes, there was two tables, and I kid you not, gang, there must have been like thirty boxes. Yeah, easily. of comics, and they were fifty cents a piece. Fifty cents each, yeah. And That's these awesome. and these are like three dollar comics normally. Yeah, no, or even more. Or more. Yeah, some of the ones that we got, the more obscure ones, are like four ninety five. Oh yeah, but I mean, and then and the fact that Walt Simonson did sketches for free. Yeah, the guy who the hell does that anymore? That's a big name. Yeah, the guy does Thor. Right. I mean, come on, that it's crazy, huge. Um, I mean, he has his stipulations where he says, I'm only going to do 10 and all that type of stuff. But he tells you in plain English, like, this is why yeah, I do this it. This is what I do. If you want to do it, right. this is how it's going to be done. This is how it's going to be done. To me, you can't complain about that. No, not at all. Not at all. And then I have not a bad thing to say about and then any of it. once he explained all that, and he goes, oh, and by the way, the charge is zero. And he, yeah. and it was just like, what? What? Really? 
Yeah. So Chuck and I made sure we were in line. Of course. Because as you guys know, Chuck's a huge Thor fan. So it was cool to meet the guy that is known for yeah. drawing Thor. Awesome. Uh, we you know got to shake his hand. We got to talk to him for a little bit. Like I said, I got three books autographed by them. Yeah. A couple drawings and everything. So just really, really awesome. Oh, the other thing is if you are going to show with Walt, where Walt Simonson is and you want him to do a sketch, you do have to provide the paper uh, form. So you have to bring a sketchbook. A sketchbook. He has the pens and yeah, stuff. Yeah, maybe like a reference if it's a more obscure character. Right. If it's a character he doesn't yeah. know, you, he yeah. does want a reference. And like that's, if you wanted him to draw Orko or Snarf, you might want to bring a picture of what they look like. Never ask him to draw Orko or Snarf. I was going to ask him to draw Orko or Snarf, maybe a Gleek. No. But I didn't do it. Gleek, Out of respect, Gleek, I didn't do it. Gleek would be okay. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's actually a good tip for anyone going to a convention, because this was my first big convention yeah. I ever went to. Yeah, ever. I've been to a couple before, but this was Ryan's first one, so and, uh, he had a great time. I got some good tips from a lot of people that I basically I wanted to share with some people as far as sketches go. Sure. It's just... Say please. Yeah, say please. <laughs> be nice to the artist. Exactly. Sometimes you'll get a good deal on the sketches yeah. if they're charging because you are you are nice to them. Exactly. Ask them about what they're doing, what they're working on. Yeah. Um, and don't just say, you know, here, sign this for me and throw them a book. Right. Know if they draw that or not. I mean, right. you could be giving them a book where I've never worked on this book. Right, exactly. Yeah, do your homework, which is, you can go to Comic Book DB, just like IMDB for movies. This is comicbookdb.com, and you can look up any artist, any comic, any character, all that type of stuff. It's all there. And it'll tell you if they worked on it or not. And it'll not. tell you if they what books they worked on. Or they got the credit for it, put it that right. way. Right. Sure. So, um, so I used that to actually figure out which comics to bring with me to get them signed and uh, had them marked for myself uh, so this way I could, or like separated so this way I knew where to find them when I was ready to go meet that artist. Sure. And uh, like I said, just be nice to them. I, I just said, is it possible for you to, to sign a book for me? And yeah, they were and, more yeah. than happy to do it. Yeah, you can bring a backing board or a bag to put it in yep. when you're done. Yep. You just put yours in a bag. I put mine in and I brought some bags with bag, me. Comic bag. Comic bag. Sure. And I slid them in there so this way the ink wouldn't run or smudge or, smudge or, something, or sure. something like that. And I didn't want to be framed and hung up in the yes, studio. Yes, I am going to be framing these. So, And then the other thing when it comes to sketches, like Chuck was mentioning, Bring a sketchbook. Get something that's nice that's actually meant to be a sketchbook, not just like a pad of paper. Yeah, you're going to want to spend a little bit of money on this guy. Yeah, and, and I got my sketchbooks for like, I think, 10, 10 bucks, bucks a yeah. piece. Um, and they're good hardbound sketchbooks. Yeah, go to an art store or something. Pick up something nice. Yeah. Because you're going to want to carry it around. You're going to want to have other people you know, draw some sketches exactly. for you. Exactly. If you like Iron Man and that's your guy, that's your dude... Maybe you want like five different interpretations of Iron Man, right? From different artists, and that's exactly what I one. What I was going to say is to help some of these independent artists out there, or artists that ever drew Iron Man. Yeah, then they they might want to reference. What I did is I just took a word document and went on Google and just googled the images, char- of, the images character, of the character, yeah. pasted them onto the word document, printed out the word document, and actually taped it to the inside cover of my sketchbook. So this way, it's there for them. So they, all they do is flip open the sketchbook, and there's images that they can refer to if they need yeah. to, if they don't know the character very well. Right. And really, almost any artist out there, even if they never drew Iron Man or never drew Green Lantern or something like that, they will... If it's a nice reference. If you're nice to them, they will still draw those characters for you yeah. because they want their art to be out there. Right. And they figure if... Well, and it's a lot of them charge, so they're going to make some money off of it. But... Yeah. Well, it's just to replace, I guess, the, you know, 
instruments that they use they got to yeah. rebuy the pens and sure stuff, absolutely so. well but the thing is too they're really just doing it to get out there and be known yeah if they they, they, they kind of figure if, if they're nice to you which yeah. most of them will be if they're nice to you if you're nice to them they're gonna be nice to you and they figure if they're nice to you and do the the character that you want drawn that you might take an interest especially if you like their work that you'll take yeah. an interest in some of the stuff that they've done they've done or, or they're going to do or read and right stuff. yeah or you'll show your friends and say this guy did it and he's this is his name Right. This is what he drew for me. He's really good. He's currently working on this right now. Right. And you, know, you might actually get somebody early before their career takes off. Yeah. And you got an early sketch of that of that person's work. Exactly. And maybe later on they end up working on the actual character that they drew for you at that show and you've got an early sketch of them doing that character. How cool would that be? That'd be awesome. Uh, so I did get a um, a Green Lantern done uh, by an artist there. Looks really good. Looked awesome. Yeah, he's going to try. We're going to try to put all these up on Facebook. Yeah, and I'll put up the the names of the artists as long as I still have all that information, yeah. which I'm sure I do. So I'm going to I'll put all that up on Facebook so you guys can see all that. Just it, it was just a fun show. Yeah, great time. So with that, uh, we actually chewed up about a half hour. Chuck and I are exhausted. We definitely need to get some sleep. Hopefully you guys uh, appreciate some, a lot more of these episodes coming out a little bit more frequently right yeah. now. It might be a, maybe a couple more weeks before we do another one uh, or before you see another one, but wanted to get a few episodes out. By the time you hear this one, the blooper episode should be out. Our episode number four should be out, which is a good long two-hour episode. Yeah, that was a good one. And then this episode. So right. probably week to week, back-to-back weeks, you're going to get all of these, and then providing I can get all the editing done. And then, uh, and then maybe a couple weeks after that, you'll get. Ep- we'll do episode five. Yeah. And in episode five, we will cover. Uh, we'll catch up on those Transformer titles like we promised right. in episode four. We'll catch. We'll do any of the GI Joe ones that came out since then. Uh, we will have the toy reviews on the Iron Man figures and the Rancor keep, uh, Rancor monster. I think I'll be able to fit in also the uh, the Clone Wars comics. Okay. Because uh, those don't won't take very long to cover. The next episode five might be again another hour and a half episode. Yeah, possibly. But uh, but I think we can get I think we can knock it out pretty quickly. Yeah. So um, yeah, this one's kind of short compared to everything else. But. Yeah, exactly. So all right, guys. Uh, with that, we're gonna turn in for the night. And uh, yeah, just uh, if it comes back around to Reading, Pennsylvania next year, and you guys haven't been, make it a point to go. It was really good. Yeah, I really highly nice. I highly recommend it. So. Yeah. But with that, we'll just go ahead and and close by saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. Later.